Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Monday. 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 What is up, everybody, and welcome into the DMVR Nuggets podcast. Let's go! There's those. Presented as always by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook app. Any moment it's going to appear. There it is. Boom. It appeared right there. Use promo code DMVR whenever you sign up. Gamble along. Guys, losing money by betting on football, so fun. <laughs> that was a lock. <laughs> Did not happen. <laughs> Broncos money line, not a lock. <laughs> and any week it is not going to be a lock. I'm telling you, I have I don't know if I will take a single Broncos over the rest of the year. I think I'm I think I'm done on that. What if they, yeah, they, they might the line? Yeah, they might drop so low where it's you know you have to take it. I still will not trust it. Are you kidding me? Field goals. Give me field goals. I never want the Broncos going for it on fourth <laughs> field goal range again. Just take the three points. That's all I want. But this is not a Broncos show. This is, of course, a Denver Nuggets show. And we are in the final week of the offseason. We have a great show lined up for you as we get out of the offseason and into the preseason. Um, we're going to be talking about some news and notes. Zeke Naji doing a really cool thing with his foundation. We want to talk all about that. We got a bunch of other things going on in Nuggets world. Uh, Tim Conley strikes again, grabs PJ Dozier. The <laughs> Timber Nuggets are fully assembling. And then later in the show, we're going to talk about former Denver Nuggets legend, Juancho Hernan Gomez, as well as other Denver Nuggets, uh, former Denver Nuggets le- legend, Rudy Fernandez winning Eurobasket. But we're going to start today with uh, a great interview Dev and I did earlier with Kendrick Perkins. I thought he had some great stuff. Uh, and I'm excited to share with that with you here in like two minutes. But first, I'll introduce my panel. Down below, I got Brendan Vote. He's cleared everything out of his show. <laughs> yeah, turning a new leaf. I burned all of my books. Uh, been reading Ooh. a lot about Scientology. I don't know if that's something they do. Jeez, that's Scientology, Barb. <laughs> wow, yeah, We're... that's how I've approached it. So no more books for me, guys. It's all I've got. Everything I need up here. You know what I mean? We're all in trouble. Unpacking books, on the other hand, is Harrison. Yeah. As you guys can see, just moved into a new place. It's absolute mayhem. Um, put together an entertainment center yesterday. I got a, nice. I got a bookcase on deck for today. So um, yeah, we're we're thriving over here. <laughs> we're thriving over here, building some IKEA furniture. Always always great. Um, without further ado, guys, we had Kendrick Perkins on the show. Talked about obviously a lot about Nikola Jokic. We talked about the 
Americans versus Europeans? Is there a schism in the NBA amongst players as well as some projections for the Denver Nuggets? You're going to love some of the stuff he had to say. You're going to hate some of the stuff he has to say, uh, uh, but you're going to be entertained the whole way through. Without further ado, Kale, Super Producer Kale, go ahead and roll that footage. All right, now we welcome in Kendrick Perkins from every single show on ESPN. You could hear him given his perspective and his personality. Kendrick Perk, thanks for so much for joining us. Hey, Adam, Dev, I appreciate y'all having me on, man. For real, I appreciate it. Yes, sir. This is great, man. The first, so we got some Nuggets questions for you, of course. We got some Jokic questions, but the first one is, I actually got to ask about baby Jokic. Because I understand, I understand you got a baby Jokic. Your son, you posted on, on on Twitter a while back that Jokic was his favorite player, and maybe he's even trying to replicate him. What, when did he become a Jokic fan, and, and what can you tell me about that? Well, well, you know what? It's it's, it's all about the body the body type first, right? And I call it the whack body. Okay, no matter how much you try to get in shape, and no right. matter how much you try to get ripped up, when you see the cuts in the veins, it just don't turn out your way. Okay, I had a whack body. Jokic have a whack body, you know. Right. Uh, Paul Pierce had a whack body. Yeah. And my son have a whack body, and that's okay. <laughs> that don't mean that you're not good at basketball because we're talking about the two-time MVP here. Right. So I looked at Jokic. I look at his style of play. I look at his skill set. I look at his passing ability. I look at his touch around a, a basket. Look at everything that he brings to the table along with rebounding and things to that nature. And I told my son, I said, at 10 years old, you need to get off the video game some mm. and start watching the game of basketball. You actually need to watch a player that you think your game is like or that you want your game to be like. You're a big fella. You can move. you agile. You got skills. How about Jokic? And next thing I know, he watches Jokic clips all day <laughs> long. And guess what? I'm okay with that because yeah. some people will say, well, why you don't want to be be like your dad? Well, as a father, you actually want your son to be better than you in mm -hmm. life. And I'm okay with that. So I would rather him mimic a two-time MVP, one of the most skilled bigs to ever play the game, than mimic his old pops. Does that mean that you guys are spending a, a lot more time uh, watching Jokic clips? Are you breaking it down with him, or is that something that he's doing on his own? No, it's something that he's doing on his own. I just put the laptop on and I find a couple of clips that, you know, where he could just go up and down on YouTube and just watch certain things. And I just want him to study the game on his own. Uh, he, a, he a lot for me doing workouts. So, you know, sometimes right. not hearing, you know, this country raspy voice, deep voice talking to him all the time is cool for him. And he could just gain his own knowledge. So, Perk, Dev is deep in the high school hoop scene. Um, he's, he's all about it, but I don't think you knew this, Dev. Kendrick actually played on one of the iconic AAU teams back in the day with the Oakland Soldiers, and I remember this because mm -hmm. we were in some of the same tournaments here. <laughs> AAU, to me, was some of the most fun basketball that you could play. Like, those are the great memories. Now you're watching your son coming through the system. What's it like going from that, being on iconic teams, and now seeing him going through these youth programs and seeing that? What's it like as a parent? Well, 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 one, our experience, Adam, was a whole lot different. Yeah. Like, you remember when we used to grow up, we used to hear old people always say, man, that was the good old days. Yeah. And I can picture <laughs> yeah. saying the same damn yep. thing. That's what I'd be on, right, when it comes down to AAU. I was like, nah, that was the good old days. That's when AAU was at its best. That's when you didn't have a lot of people having hidden agendas behind AAU basketball. Now, I mean, I love watching my son play. I love watching my son compete. It's a lot of great young talent out there. 
But the one thing I hate is the hidden agendas, the mm. fighting, the, you know, people getting mad at the referees, the overcharging people to get into gyms, the extra fees for, you know, tournaments. And now every single weekend during basketball season or in the summertime, it's a million AAU tournaments going on. Here it's, it's 20 of them going on every weekend in Houston. Right, yep. It's just crazy to me. So now you have to literally go and look on tourney apps to see which team are you playing and is it going to be competition <laughs> in this tournament because there's so many tournaments spaced out. But for as watching your son and your seed and going through the process and have go up against some of the best players. It's everything in the world. And actually watching him hold his own. Because let me, let me say this. When you walk in the gym with your son, right? My son or my sons, because I have an oldest son that I've been keeping under the radar. He's my well-kept secret. <laughs> <laughs> they have a different type of pre pressure than everybody else, right? So kids and parents want to attack former or current professional athletes' children. And I'm okay with that. I'm just, I'm just, I'll be so pleased and I'll be so happy on how my 10-year-old is able to handle adversity by himself because he handles it. The noise, the noise talking. Man. You know, you know, you put him in a cage with a line with five lines, you know what you're going to get, right? <laughs> you're going to get six of them because he's going to become the sixth line. Yeah, that's what happens. <laughs> I want to move on to Jokic here. You know, we, we forgive you, Perk. We know, we know last year you did. You had him number two in the MVP at the end of the year. We, we, we forgive you here in Denver. Uh, but I want to ask you about how can he improve this year? I mean, he's got so many skills, but where do you see that he needs to get better this year? I, I don't. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't. Like, wow. The year that he won it, it was like, how can Jokic get better? And then he got better, and then it's like, okay, what areas do he need to clean up? And I'm like, the only thing that Jokic has to do is watch his, his weight, right? His weight, make sure he stay in the best shape possible. His, uh, you know, for the longevity. That's the only thing you worry about when it comes down to Jokic. I actually think this. I actually think Jokic is the most, or one of the most skilled big men to ever play the game. And we're talking about, like, I'm comparing him up there with Akeem Olajuwon. Wow. I already feel like he's the best passing big man. Right. Some right. people, some people, will say, "Oh, Jokic is not that great of a, de a defender." Well, those people are wrong. Mm. He's pretty agile when it comes to switching pick and rolls. Uh, he's pretty good in actual drop coverage in the pick and roll. He's good at relocating his man, things to that nature, you know. And I watch him, and I say, you know what? His IQ is probably one of the best in the game. Uh, he has nice touch. He's got more efficient from the tray ball. He has the mid-range package. What other NBA player do you see that a coach run, NBA center, that a coach run pin downs for him? Right, right. Like, he get pin, and, and like he knows how to run it. Like, right. It's not like, oh, he's just this fast athletic guy, but his deception is the whole thing. So, one, I never – to all the Nuggets fans out there, okay, let me say this. I never was a hater, okay? I love Jokic. I think him and Joel Embiid are making centers relevant again. I right. love it, yep. right? I just had Embiid picked as my MVP, and that's okay. Right, right. 
I'm just, I'm just I'm just busting your chops. Yeah, uh, you once said that uh, that uh, Yoke was a top ten center like of all time. Do you think he's the most skilled big man of all time? Yeah, I do. He's up there. I think I think it's him and Embiid, and I give the slight edge to Jokic because of his passing. Right. Because right. of his passing, but I think when you look at both of those guys, man, when you talk about offensive skill set, right? being able to handle the ball, being able to take you off the dribble, being able to euro step down the lane, finish on both sides of the basket with either hand. I don't know if we ever seen anything like those guys, especially Jokic. I give Jokic a slight edge because of his passing and his playmaking ability. Do you see a, a big split? This is one of my big questions. I think it's kind of a tough one, but do you see a big split amongst players American-born players and European-born players, and I'm thinking specifically of Jokic, Giannis, Luka. It seems like they're a bit on the outside sometimes in the club. Do you see a split between those two groups? Uh, you know what? I do. And let me explain to you why. If I'm drafting a player, right, and I'm a GM of the front office, when I look at Jokic, when I look at Giannis, when I look at Luka, and I even look at Embiid, okay? Those are four of the guys in it, four of the top top seven players in the NBA, in my opinion, right. that are European players, okay? But I look at how they carry themselves, right? They show up to work every day. They're always available unless they have some type of serious injury. They play every minute. They never disappoint fans. They never, they never get into trouble. They're always about family. So they're, they're bringing a certain level of culture, right, and a certain level of trust that this is what you want out of your franchise guy. And to be honest, I think that they're okay with the separate groups. Because if you watch them, Giannis already said, I don't want to work out with guys. <laughs> right, right. Luka is over there doing his own thing. Jokic right. is over there riding horses and working out and having <laughs> his best life. Like, they don't care. Yeah. They actually embrace that. And so when I look at their mentality and the way that they approach the game, it's like, yeah, like if 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 Americans don't get their act together, sooner or later the front offices are going to be investing more into the European players. Mm. And, and I think they're right because the trust is there. Interesting. Yeah. So – um. Just to like go through uh, Jokic. First, he came over as a over, you know, uh, or he came over as a skinny guy. He got big. They called him overweight and things like that. And I think that uh, he was still dominating, but mm -hmm. it was taking a while for other NBA players to just like say, like, you know, is he good or is he just getting by or you know? And now I think that him being the MVP, he's proved that this is truly who he is. Was there like a point that you can remember that you're like, okay, that guy is different? You know what? It was when I actually played against him. Mm -hmm. I was with the Pelicans, and this this was the time where he were, they were, I think it was the competition of who was they gonna uh, keep? Like, who was gonna be that center? Was it uh, Nurkic or was it right. gonna be Jokic? And I remember I played against Jokic, and he hit me with a couple of post moves late. I'm guarding the one-on-one now. I thought I was pretty good at guarding the post. I thought I was, you know, one of the best defenders. The late, great Kobe Bryant said it himself. But this is not about me. This is not about me, okay? Yeah. But that was the moment right there. I was like, nah, the big fella got skills. Yeah. You know, if he drop weight, he's going to be a problem. And then all of a sudden, 
Michael Malone put him in a position and built an offense around him where he right. was able to be the best version of himself. Now, all of a sudden, you start seeing him add more to his package. But I remember playing him, I believe it was in 2016. That's when I was with the Pelicans, and I had to go against him. And uh, Dale Demps told me, he said, man, this big fella could play. I was like, man, I ain't trying to hit that. I'm about to lock this up. <laughs> but, nah, he had work. And that was, that was my first time saying, nah, he liked it. You played with a lot of great teams, you know, a lot of great leaders. I'm, I, you, I asked you what, what can Jokic do better. The one thing I always wonder, and I have an outside view of this, you got to be in a locker room to really know, but leadership, getting your team to the, the final stage, getting a championship takes leadership. What are some, what makes a good leader in the NBA? In your experience, what makes a guy capable of leading a team to a championship? Well, well here's the thing, right? You got two types of leaders, in my opinion. You have the leader that lead by example, and then mm. you have the vocal leader, right? That that, that kind of is is the the noisy one in the locker room, right? That's going to do a lot of talking. I had both, and to be honest, you could be successful with both, right? Paul Pierce, KG, they were vocal leaders. Uh, um, <clears throat> LeBron, KD, they were more of let me show up and punch in the clock type leaders and follow my lead while I'm on the floor. So you could be either one. It's whatever floats your boat. But in my opinion, from the outside looking in and some of the stories I hear, Jokic is more of that guy that's that I'm going to show up to work in and you're right. going to follow my lead. Right, right. What about Jamal Murray and Michael Porter? What do you expect from them this year? And what is the most difficult thing about coming back from a major injury? It's about getting into the flow of things, right? Getting back into the pace of the NBA pace. And people think it's just, oh, up-tempo, and they just think it's the the speed of it. No, it's about everything, the change of direction, getting the field back, playing in the NBA arena, the crowd, the noise, because you've been away from the game so, for so long. And you can work out, and you can have pickup runs, and you can do all those things in the offseason, but that don't – uh, equivalent to actually playing games. And I tell people this, the only way that you could get your rhythm back is by playing NBA games, full mm. games. Like, you can't get your rhythm back and expect because everything, like, I think people forget about the mentality, right? The, me the mental you have to have. Like, because you can get caught up in the moment and forget, like, oh, I'm really in the NBA. You, mm. hear the, you smell the popcorn, the national anthem every seat for and all of a sudden you like okay this is what it feel like now all of a sudden you got to get back into the rhythm of things and you're a little timid because you're coming off a major injury so in your mind you trying to you 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 want to know if you okay right and it take that one play to show you that oh i'm back whether it's right. an explosive dunk whether it's getting out in transition whatever it may be you take that one moment to show you that you're back no all right, we got a game for you. Dev, Dev put together a, day, uh, a game for you before we get you out of here, Perk. Um, Let's get it. <laughs> in, in, introduce it here, Dev. Okay, so uh, so we just actually uh, took a trip um, to Serbia. We went to go watch Jokic play um, in uh, Belgrade in his home you know, place. Uh, and one of the big things that stood out there is a game that we call Dev Likes. So, you know, I went out there. I, I enjoyed, like, their food. I enjoyed um, the people there. Um, and it was a, a question every single time. Either you like it 
um, which means you have dev likes, um, or you don't like it, your version would be carry the hell on. All right. <laughs> so so here goes so here goes the rules of the game. So you give a sentence or two. So you don't you don't actually have to go for too long. Um, it's just a quick <laughs> sentence or two. Um, I'm gonna ask you a few different things. If you like it, so you're gonna start each sentence with perk likes. Or carry the hell on, and then you give your sentence. Do you understand okay, that part? Cool. I got you. Perfect, perfect. First up, we have the Towns Go Bear pairing. Perk likes the Towns and Go Bear pairing. It is Rudy Go Bear, okay? You know why? <laughs> Let me explain why real quick. Because Carl Anthony Towns is going to be the best version of himself. Mm. And Carl Anthony Towns wants to be a stretch four on both ends of the floor. Now we don't have to put expectations on him actually being something that he's not. So that's why I like it. Perfect. Um, next up we have uh, Mitchell signing makes Cleveland con a contender in the next two years. Carry the hell off. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me explain why. I think they're going to be a, a title contender this year, not oh. two years. Wow. Yeah, so – I think it's going to be this year. Spicy. Yeah, because four out of their five starters, whoever may be the fifth, I don't know if it's going to be a Kuro or Karis LeVert, they could possibly have four all-stars this mm. year. They have a, a coach in, in Coach Bickerstaff. They have depth when you talk about Ricky Rubio, and I know he's coming off an injury, but guys tend to back, bounce back off of ACLs. They have a defensive tandem. That could be one of the best in the league when you think about Evan Mobley and Jared Allen. So I'm going with carry the hell on because I don't see it in two. They could possibly be – they should be contending for right now. Wow. Nice, nice. Um, the midseason tournament, do you think play, players are going to care? Yes. Per, uh, do I think they're going to care? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm, since I got it wrong, I'm going to say this. Carry the hell on because they are going to care – because they don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah, they don't want to do it. Right? in the so wrong I, direction. I, yeah, I, I know I probably messed that up, but that's what I do, right? I mess things up and I try to fix it Here's the thing. Players don't want more games. Right. Okay? Like, and at this point, they don't care about being, you know, compensated, whatever the case may be. Why? They're making millions of dollars. They, they don't want more games. We already have a problem with low managing. And now right. you want to add a mid-season tournament? No, no. They yeah. go kill. Kevin Durant will remain in Brooklyn for the entire year. Perk-like. Okay. All he, right. he has no choice. He's under contract. <laughs> well. He, and he, he, uh, didn't he just try to force his way out of Brooklyn? <laughs> yeah. He tried <laughs> once. He might try again. Uh, no, nah, I think he, he can't. He All can. right. If he tries again, he's really going to look bad. All right. The Sambor Shuffle. You know this? Jokic's one-legged shot, the Sambor Shuffle? Oh, perk light. <laughs> because anytime a center is able to show some type of versatility and show the world he's able to do what guards uh, are doing in today's game, it's great for centers. It's great for the game of basketball. I actually love it. Dirk, Dirk Nowitzki used to have a one-legged shot, and then Kobe copied it, and now everybody shoots it. I, I want to see who's going to be the first guy to copy Jokic's. It's a right-legged, one-legged shot, so it's kind of opposite of Dirk. I want to see who the first player is. My, I, I think I, I, my prediction is I think Kevin Durant's going to try it. He's a hooper. He likes to see other people's moves. Yeah, he is. So. Yeah. 
Um, so we have a uh, Jokic, MPJ, and Jamal Murray coming back. Will the Nuggets have three forty-point scorers at some point this upcoming season? At the same time? No, no, no. Just at some point, one in a single game. In a single game. Yeah, they will. Really? Wow. And and the reason the reason I say that is because I look at this team and Jamal Murray and Jokic are getting a little bit older, so now they're becoming vets, and I think the sacrificing will be there. So. If one guy got it going, we know we go get a 40 ball out of Jokic. Go right. get one out of Murray. And then Kevin Porter, I mean, Michael Porter, you can't help but give him a 40 ball because <laughs> when he get hot, he get hot. Yep. Um, Nuggets bubble run, real or not? It's real. I it love was it. Nothing fake, it wasn't nothing fake about the bubble. It was real. You heard people <laughs> coming out of there talking about they felt like they did a bid. Mentally, you had to beat up. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yep. I like that. Denver at full strength, a top three in the West. Perk likes or carry the hell on? Carry the hell on. Oh. Top five. Top five. Top five, not top three. All right. Yeah, top five. Top five. And then I'll finish up with uh, Nuggets, top 10 defense this year. Perk likes or carry the hell on? Perk likes. Wow. Yeah, they will be. They will be, and, I, and I'm shooting a lot of credit to Co- Coach Michael Malone. He has the attention of that locker room. They have great personnel there. That means that they're bought in into his system, and we know that he's a defensive-minded coach. And he's able to hold his best player accountable, Jokic. When you're able to do that, then you're able to hold everybody else accountable. Perk, uh, DNVR likes, man. We really appreciate you coming on and spending some time with us. Everybody in media tells us how <laughs> gracious you are, man, and, and I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to do this. Thank you so man, much. I appreciate, I appreciate y'all having me, man. Keep up the great work. Thank you so much. Have a good one. That is Kendrick Perkins. My goodness, guys. I'm telling you. I'm a Perk fan. Are we on? Are we might are we yeah, muted on. here? What's going we're on? There we are. I was gonna say, are we Kendrick Perkins guys now? We're Kendrick Perkins guys, man. I'm okay. telling you. He All gives right. thoughtful answers. You know, he was he was into it. And then here's the thing, man. I I mean this sincerely. Perk didn't play that long ago. Like he didn't retire that long ago. Every guy, you you get the weirdest scrubs in the league that still try to back in the day stuff. I like that he just came out and he's like, no, Yoke's better than me, man. I want my son. My son. I'd rather my son be Jokic than me because he's better. I just thought that was so cool. I also think it's what's unfortunate about the MVP conversation is you just end up. It's one or the other. Like one guy sucks and one guy's the best player in the league, you know? So like, obviously we do this. It should have been Yoke. I like that you ribbed him, but truth be told, you know, does him giving Embiid the edge in the second year mean he doesn't like Jokic in any way? No, it does not. So we see he's a fan of the game uh, and a fan of Yoke's, but I, I love, listen, we've had a lot of guests on this show in a lot of different contexts. And I love anyone who's willing to take the time to come on and engage like that. He did not phone that interview and he came on to be a part of the DNBA show. So he's a friend of the show now, right? Yeah, man. I didn't think anybody could give longer answers to questions than Michael Malone, but Kendrick (laughs) Perkins, 
he can do it. But shout out, Michael Malone. I love I love your long answers. For you, you guys know how it is. Like when you ask the first question about his son, and you know, you get six seven minute answer. You're yeah. like, okay, I gotta be. I got yeah. my list of questions. I gotta narrow yeah. it down to like. Let, let me find story. my questions that I absolutely have to get to in this interview. <laughs> exactly. But he was great, man. Honestly, I love that interview. Uh, I was so excited all weekend, basically, to get that to you guys because I thought it was so cool. Um, let's hit a break. On the other side, though, we have all of these news and notes to get to. Uh, actually, a kind of a big news Monday. So we'll get to all of that stuff from over the weekend on the other side. Ivaka TV, guys. Our documentary from Serbia is premiering on Ivaka TV. It's going to be the only place where you can watch it for a little bit before it you know, goes live for the public. So you've got to get set up with Ivaka TV right now. You can do that at Ivaka.tv slash Colorado 10. If you go to that link ivaka.tv slash Colorado 10. You're going to get $10 off your first three months of Ivaka TV. It's $25 a month plus a $5 receiver fee. No contracts though. No hidden fees. That's not how Ivaka TV does it. Uh, you can go to that uh, link ivaka.tv slash Colorado 10. Get $10 off your first three months. You get Altitude Sports, AT&T Sportsnet. You get other entertainment channels as well. A huge lineup. Over 60 channels that Ivaka TV has, news, movies, and more. And you also get the Serbia documentary that's premiering on there. Um, also, Athletic Greens, guys. In Serbia, we use Athletic Greens every single day. We would not have gotten through that trip without it. Um, if you want better gut health, if you want more energy in your daily life, check out Athletic Greens. One delicious scoop of Athletic Greens contains 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. It's super easy. You just put a cup of Athletic Greens into a glass of water. First thing you do every day, you wake up, you take your Athletic Greens, boom, you're good to go. Go to athleticgreens.com slash nuggets, athleticgreens.com slash nuggets to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, we're back here, segment two. By the way, Harrison, did you found a clip of Jokic Perkins early on? Because I think Perk only played, what, two years when Jokic was in the league? Yeah, I think he played two games against Jokic. This is from one of them. It was Jokic's rookie year, but this is Jokic giving Perk the work Let's see on it. the block. Let's see it, Kale. All right, classic. Okay. Yeah, oh. that's a, I'll tell you what, man. Three out of ten. That's just a post-up. <laughs> That's rookie year Jokic, though. That's a mismatch for us. That's a that mismatch is, yeah. for us. That is a mismatch for us. I'm t it is funny him just telling the story about how rookie year you could tell it. I, I, I do love that one. I'm telling you, I had so many debates with um, my colleague over at Lockdown, Matt Moore, about like what do players think of Jokic? And I think like now it's pretty obvious a lot of players respect him, right? They think he's great. I mean, everybody kind of says it. But even back then, I remember Matt being like, nobody, none of the players think he's good, this or that. And it's glad, I'm even though now it's seven years later, I'm glad to like get to take the win on that one. That like actually players were like, yeah, this guy's kind of good. It's it, He's actually is yeah. hard to guard. I'd say you won that one. I think I pretty, won that one. Pretty convincingly. Take that. Um, some news and notes from around the league. You guys, you remember friend of the show, former friend of the show, maybe enemy of the show, Tim Conley. Uh, former Denver Nuggets president of basketball operations, now um, running things over there in Minnesota. He's added a another Denver Nugget. P.J. Dozier. Of P.J. Dozier. Of Mr. Course. Composure. Uh, oh. At one point, a leading candidate to be the heir to the Mr. Nugget title at one point in time. 
He's going to have to be Mr. Timberwolf over there in Minnesota as they get him. Um, Harrison, what was your reaction when you saw that news over the weekend? I wasn't surprised. I mean, this is a classic Tim Connolly move. You got to respect Tim Connolly in the way he does things. I do at least. He has his blueprint. He has his game plan. He likes what he likes. And he's loyal, which a lot of front office executives aren't. And, you know, he'll take care of his guys. So I wasn't surprised that he brought another nugget to Minnesota. And look, what Tim Connolly's trying to do is this a similar thing to what he did in Denver right now in Minnesota. He's trying to he's trying to establish a strong cultural foundation. That's what this signing is about because PJ Dozier is coming off an ACL. I'd be surprised if he plays a big role for the Timberwolves next season. I'd be surprised if Bryn Forbes or Austin rivers played big roles for the Timberwolves, but they're strong culture guys. They're guys you want in your locker room. So is Bryn Forbes, you threw him in there. Like, cause Austin rivers, you know, I think is like, we were so impressed with him and we heard great, you know, great things, saw great things, but Bryn Forbes, I just don't know anything about. Is he a good culture guy? I mean, I think he's a guy who is like no nonsense. Like he's just okay. a worker. You right. know, he's, yeah. he's going to practice hard. He's not going to cause any commotion in the locker room. Good no, no teammate. nonsense. No yeah. nonsense. No defense. <laughs> Bryn Forbes. Vote. Yeah. Uh, are you, are you sad at all to see PJ Dozier, Minnesota Timberwolves? No, actually I, there's something weird about, I, I might feel differently once these head to head matchups start, but seeing guys like Austin and PJ landed Minnesota kind of feels strangely comforting to me. I'm like, Oh, okay. That could be a good spot for them where they're understood and might, you know, could feel comfortable and happy. Like, I, I don't know. There's it, it, it makes a lot of sense. Also, like when said, I don't know how much he's actually going to factor in this year. Their roster is like actually full now, right? Including the exhibit tens. And I feel like they've got 20 people under some kind of contract. So we'll see if he really plays or not, but it's what Wynn said. I think Tim likes to do this. It's a two bird with one stone thing of I'm throwing my guy a bone PJ yeah. an opportunity, but also it's in the meantime, we're getting good people in the building. People I know, people I trust, so the last thing I have to worry about is, is this back of the roster guy causing a, a ruckus inside the org? Who, who's the next guy Tim Conley's adding to the team here? Who, who, who can we think? Do we have a, any leading candidates? If he trades for Trey Lyles, like we really, <laughs> we might have to hold an emergency podcast. I, I was actually, you know who my answer for this would be? And he just got hurt. So I guess it's a little bit more off, but maybe Gallinari. I could see Gallinari, uh, Next year, coming back of ACL injury, being a Minnesota yeah. Timberwolf. So, yeah, let's not all hold our breaths here. Kenneth Fareed is out there. I mean, he I'm is kidding. out there. Kenneth Fareed's working out for like the Warriors and the Kings trying to get a contract. Yeah, so you never know. Um, I am a little bummed to see PJ Doja there, but I'm happy for him. Um, yeah. Oh, I- this comment is right. What about Wancho? Wancho has a good deal going though. I like Wancho landed in the right spot, but you're right. If it weren't for that, there's no question Wancho would oh, be a Timberwolf right now. Well, Wancho, yeah, I, he must have had some sweetheart deal to go to Toronto because I don't know how he didn't wind up in Minnesota. Right? Yeah. They're making it easy for honestly to be a rivalry for me. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's PJ Dozier is the only one of these guys I truly love. Like, I, I like I like Austin Rivers. I appreciate everything he did for Denver, yeah. but I'm not. 
I like I don't love him enough to be like oh yeah. root for an enemy for <laughs> and <laughs> like, like I, when this signing happened when the Austin River signing happened I saw a lot of people on Twitter be like oh wow Tim like stealing another guy from the Nuggets he's not stealing these guys from the Nuggets <sighs> PJ Dozier Austin Rivers would not be in the Nuggets rotation this coming season right um, right right like th- these guys aren't in the Nuggets plans it's it's not an indictment on the Nuggets that they're now in Minnesota. Every every team has a PJ Dozier and an Austin Rivers. Denver now has Davon Reed and Christian Brown and Bruce Brown and you know different guys. So every team has a guy like that. Um, another move that happened over the weekend: Dennis Schroeder signing with the Los Angeles Lakers, uh, coming off of a bronze medal win or bronze medal finish in uh, the EuroBasket. He was very impressive in EuroBasket. Mm-hmm. One of the guys that. <laughs> has maybe not looked super impressive in the NBA recently, but goes over to Eurobasket and you go, oh, I see it again. That's right. That's what this guy does well. Um, he'll be a Laker. My initial thought on this is the Lakers didn't have many good players. Schroeder, Dennis Schroeder last year was like a major negative player on the court. But now you're going to a team that had no positive players outside of two. So I just look at it and I go, I don't know. They're all potentially positive players. What do you make of that vote? Uh, Boat has no opinions today. Have you noticed, Harrison? He's yeah, he is a neutral observer. Of, I, I of think the they NBA. have too many guards, and I don't think the guards answer the questions they have. You know, I think there's redundancy in the problems. So, <laughs> is that, you know what I mean? You're like, oh, we have a lot of trouble with Russell Westbrook on the roster. Yeah, Dennis Schroeder. Schroeder, you know, yeah. it's kind of an interesting call. So, they played together I mean, too, huh? Back in Oklahoma City, they were teammates, I believe. So, I think hmm. these last few seasons, they're now just kind of in ad aggregate talent mode and see if we can scrape something together as opposed to healthy roster building. My initial thought I have two. First, is Dennis Schroeder the Lakers' third best player? That's my no. first thought. There's no. no way, man. There's no way. He was Lewis. not a good player. He was not a good player. You're you're remembering like the best of Dennis Schroeder. No, I'm remembering Dennis Schroeder from Eurobasket the last yeah. few weeks. <laughs> he, was so good. he was really good. I know. He was. He was. Uh, I mean, but who's their third best player? Russell Westbrook or Patrick Beverly? Russell it's, Westbrook. I mean, Patrick better, Beverly is better than Dennis Schroeder. All right. I, he, I, he I can get behind like, that. He's, he serves a more logical okay. like, role. So fourth uh, best player. Okay. What a weird uh, team they have. God, the uh, Lakers yeah. are so hateable. They're so my, hateable. My, so my, other thought, my other thought on this signing is the Lakers are trying to have the least amount of locker room chemistry of all time. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> Russell man. Westbrook, Patrick Beverly, Dennis Schroeder. Yeah. In the it, same locker room? Oh, oh, man. God, I hope they suck. God, please don't work out. Please don't work out. I want a career bad year from Anthony Davis. Just deliver it to me. Um, Zeke Naji, you guys, is in the news. He, uh, he and his foundation, including um, him and his sister primarily, are helping build a facility, a basketball court in Nigeria. Of course, their family hails from Nigeria. Um building a basketball court out there and look we have pictures here kale if you could pull those up here it's in the uh dock there along it should be some pictures yeah, here we'll do it live um, we'll do it live there's a really nice looking uh basketball court uh that they have going on here um and i've told i'm told that this is part of maybe a larger 
uh, a larger thing up oh, kill is looking for it you guys what do, what do you make of this i'll send it to you gail well i love it man i love it we hear a lot about the charitable efforts of you know the one percent of the league the very rich players the stars by the way those exist and they're important and they're awesome but it's not just it's it's not just those guys who who like to make an impact who turn around and make an impact almost right away so both of these athletes i think have seen a lot of success you know bright future ahead of them and to see that it's already important to them to just turn around immediately almost immediately uh, and give back, not just give back, but, you know, create opportunity, create experiences, create joy. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's awesome. It's a really cool thing. It's, it's why look at these courts, I, man. Those are, you hear nice. a lot about how these guys are in, you know, inherently overpaid. And of course, in some sense they are, of course, but this is the awesome thing. You know, this is the other side of that is seeing players turn around and see dope stuff with the resources. What I and like, especially about this colors? though. Harrison, what I like especially about this is it involves some type of academic portion to it. So it's it, mm. basketball academy with schooling involved, which I think is the best because obviously just trying to find basketball players, you know, one out of 100 maybe, but being able to get all of the people in the program some kind of benefit out of it, I think is right. really cool. Right. Yeah. The fact that the court is Nuggets colors is cool. And look, this is what Zeke Naji is kind of all about. He's always at charity stuff he's always volunteering at camps and whatnot he, he has a camp here in denver locally i think he has camps like back in minnesota he he's all about giving back so this is super cool yeah i love it um we also have a video you guys that surfaced over the weekend now this is a real headline 76ers center montrez harrell hails nikola Jokic as best big man in the nba on recently re released cop cam footage. Headline <laughs> of the year. Headline of the year. Let's play this headless footage here. Big guy you around the way here. See it. Uh, 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 Jokic. Trouble. Oh, yeah. Jokic grill. That's it. That's it. Both testaments. I guess I don't want too many Nuggets games. I'm surprised you won MVP, bro. See it. I Montrez Harrell with the best club entrance of all time. <laughs> the and, and by the way, Eric, yes, we are 100%. In another part of the video, it does pan to Montrez Harrell. So, like, the video is not stationary the whole time. It, oh, him it's standing so there. Funny. Um. I love this for so many reasons. One, it's Joel Embiid's teammate, which just makes it so like, oh, yeah, this is great. Can you imagine if Jeff Green was caught on camera being like, oh, I think Embiid's the best big man? We would be so pissed, mm. so furious. And then on top of that, my favorite take is only the police think that Jokic is not the best. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you think Jokic is – if you're surprised, Jokic, you are police. Well, that policeman, he told on himself because he said he was surprised he won MVP and also said he didn't watch many Nuggets games. So he, he told on himself right there. Like, No, that's, that's my favorite Jokic <laughs> critic ever. He's the only one to say the full sentence. Yeah. He's the only one because there's a yeah. first half and it's, I don't I guess He says, Nuggets. I guess. I guess I don't I watch I don't. Nuggets games. Like, yeah, I guess. Uh, I guess so. <laughs> that's hilarious. It, it's been a rough uh, week for Philly, though. This video surfaces. <laughs> 
Doc Rivers is like in porn on Twitter. Like it's it's been a rough week. Is Philly it's, down bad? Oh man. I think you know the, all those memes about Brooklyn and stuff? Like it's been zero days since something unnecessarily dramatic. Philly is the worst in the league, dude. It's the least able org. It's <laughs> just a different headline every week. Honest to God, though, oh. like if you are Montrez Harrell. And this video leaks. Is first of all, he talks to him for like ten minutes. He's just spewing off NBA takes. These are the only ones that really pertain to the Denver Nuggets. But um, if you're Montrez Harrell, it's weird, right? It's weird. Yes. Yeah, he's it's being so nice and respectful. It's very weird. You didn't see the part where where he said other than Joel and B. That part cut out. But uh, yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> I'm telling you, I think it's hilarious. Um, by the way. Montrez Harrell, I'm not surprised, says Yoke's the best. Montrez Harrell he was would the know. Re- <laughs> He's the reason the Nuggets came back from 3-1 down. Like the, the, right. Montrez Harrell was the hopeless against Jokic in the he, bubble. He that knows. has to be his answer because he knows that we know he's just lying if he says anyone right. else. Like players that know Jokic is the best big in the NBA. Montrez Harrell, DeAndre Ayton, Rudy, Rudy Gobert, Carl yep. um, Towns. Like those guys know for sure. So, somehow people didn't hear this. So I guess some if you're not on like on obsessively online, yes, Doc Rivers. Um, I'm not gonna say too much because it's a little it, it wades into weird places, but yeah, he was liking some porn in between liking tweets about his sons. Yeah, just, like there was like a Seth Curry tweet, like that one in the middle of it. This was having a casual Friday on Twitter, you know, just At liking tweets. Was hacked. I don't think he was hacked anyway. Right, because that's that's what a hacker would do. They would get into your Twitter and just like. <laughs> I I think porn. that's what I would do to further. Honestly, point, that is. I think that is yeah. what I would do going forward. <laughs> it's just make it yeah. subtle enough that you're, right. that you're like, uh, hey, the, the, the hacker's like, all right, I gotta like a couple tweets about Ben, or I got uh, like a couple tweets about James Harden, a couple tweets yeah. about <laughs> Philly. Let's get some porn in here, also. <laughs> some porn in here. Um, and then lastly, you guys remember back when Redulit Redu- Dulitsa used to play for Team Serbia. Well, bad memories. You, you can pull this one up, Kale. I have that one for you as well. Um, he has eschewed a plan. It says partisan. I'm told it was actually Red Star, which is kind of a hilarious mix-up now. <laughs> but uh, he is not going. He's not going to play this season. The seven-footer. He is instead going to be a roadie for a rock band driving a camper fan along Route 66. <laughs> Let's go! How great is this? I'm. A, I used to not like this guy because he played over Jokic. Remember they started him instead of Jokic, and then I was yeah. always so frustrated. I'm now a huge fan. He's coming along, Colfax. We got to have this guy on the show. This is oh, we need we need the band performing in the bar if if they make it here somehow. Somebody says it's fake news. He didn't get any offers. Either way, he's ready. It doesn't matter. It he's may- an player. He's an it player. makes he's the a- story a little better. <laughs> yeah, he's he's just in a camper van as a roadie for a band. I'm just all for this, man. Are you kidding me? We got to see yeah. this band play. You think they play in Colorado? Somebody send us the name. We got to find out. This is something that I feel like Jokic might do. Not follow a band. Damn for it, day, you're right. I'm not playing this season. Why? He's like, oh, I'm just following the best races around the world. <laughs> you're 29. <laughs> Oh, my God. All right, let's take a break. On the other side, uh, we got to wrap Tyabo on Eurobasket now that it has concluded with Spain winning. I have some big-time takes about that uh, on the other side that I want to get to. Our boy, Juancho, going off. Finals MVP. <laughs> Week two of the NFL. It's almost in the books. We got Monday Night Football tonight, though. Get ready uh, for tonight with – 
big plays and even bigger wins with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Uh, this week, including tonight, new customers can bet $5 on any football game, get $200 in free bets instantly. They've also got the early win promotion going. Uh, bet on any NFL team to win. If your team leads by 10 at any point during the game, you get paid instantly even if your team loses. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code DNVR. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Um, Also, our friends at the CGA, the Colorado Golf Association, if you want to become a member uh, with the CGA and join over 70,000 golfers at the Colorado Golf Association. Sign up today and receive official USGA handicap with worldwide access to score posting and GPS tracking. If you're a CGA member, you also get the opportunity to play at exclusive courses around the state like Aspen Glen Club, the club at Ravina, the Pinery, and more. Members also gain access to exclu- exclusive member content offers discounts from national and local companies uh lots of great stuff like that learn more by visiting coloradogolf.org use the code dnvr5 to get five dollars off your membership dnvr5 five dollars off your cga membership all right final segment we are back here i do like somebody pointed out here a seven foot roadie living out of a van that van extremely uncomfortable (laughs) (laughs) you're driving a van along with with him in the car i mean he gets shotgun every time. It's probably the worst oh, yeah. ever, dude. Right. Terrible. <laughs> You're like, hey, can we get some chicks next time? This is awful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, over the weekend, actually just yesterday, our beloved Wancho oh. wins a gold medal. And didn't just win it. I'm telling you, coming off of the bench, he scores. I don't even remember the number, number of points. 12, 27, I do remember, because it's the same number of points the Wancho game where he scored 27 for the Nuggets to beat the Warriors. Wancho goes for 27. He goes 7 of 9 from the three-point line, Unreal. or 8 of 10 maybe from the three-point line. Absolutely incredible performance. And if you guys, I don't know if you were watching this, he was actually on fire. Like, he really yeah. was. At first, it's just hitting spot shots, being in the right spot. But then he was getting fired. They were. He got fouled on an and one three. The dude was unbelievable. He brought it. And then... It was, you know, first half, big first half. So you think, okay, go to role player, hot, goes to the bench, goes to halftime. He'll probably be cold in the second half. Not the case. He doesn't start the second half. Spain blows their lead. They go to, it's so funny that coach almost immediately is like, we got to get Wancho back in the game. He goes back in the game, immediately steadies the ship. I'm not kidding. Great defensive sequence, some great passes, knockdowns, threes, gets to the cup. I, Wancho, he wins the finals MVP, but first of all, Wancho Hernan Gomez, finals MVP. Uh, he played beautifully. His brother gets tournament MVP. Uh, what do you make of this vote? Well, it was awesome. I don't know if you guys have seen the clip of Wancho as his brother Willie receives his award. Just tears coming down Wancho's face. Such Damn it, I love him. I love how much his brother means to him, the game means to him, but particularly and apparently... Spanish basketball means to him to play with that jersey on. It's actually what Eurobasket is all about. And if we were not hardcore Nuggets guys, Wancho might be on our our guys' lists at the end of Eurobasket, right? Like he perfectly, uh, I think, 
symbolizes like i don't know what the guys we love playing well at that tournament so i'm just so happy for him and i think i'm always going to root for wancho unless ah even if he's a celtic i'll root for him no you uh, wow no, you wow no wow. no you are that that you you, just, you think you would <laughs> until it actually happens and you're like <laughs> that's true I, until I would. he's somehow giving jason tatum assists because he keeps making shots jason tatum oh, no. um yeah. don't worry you don't have to worry about that he's in toronto that's so right. but here's here's the thing man Honestly, like, I really do like Wancho. It's funny, like, how we watch, how we cover the team. Versus, I remember when Aaron Gordon came over, a bunch of Orlando Magic, like, bloggers and stuff were like, oh, happy now. You guys are going to hate this dude in a couple weeks or something like this. And I remember thinking, like, you dorks. <laughs> like, come on, man. <laughs> like, not every player is great. Not every player is a star. You know, whatever. And this is the thing about Wancho. He was good had a couple good moments, but not ultimately a good piece, but it's, it was fun watching him. The experience of watching watch it was fun. And it all came flooding back when you watch him make shots. Yeah. I've never seen him make those types of shots though. <laughs> those were the watch game sh- shots though. That's no, what the- but, but still, man, he was hitting like fadeaways. Uh, he hit a step back. He did have a nice little ISO. He got, to we, we watched him for four years, every game. He never I got that hot. He got very hot. He never got quite that hot. The ISO where he got to his spot in the middle of the court and then just kind of fell away for a little 10-footer was like – That was like a legitimately good move. Unbelievable, dude. I couldn't – yeah. Yeah. I I was thinking about Wancho's career arc, though, and it's pretty hilarious. Lottery pick probably disappoints, you know, for a 15th overall pick. Now seems like he's going to be on minimum contracts for a bit. But he's just going to be a legend on the Spanish national team forever because he delivered a gold medal to Spain. I'm telling you, the other part of his career arc is that he's a movie star. I know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He might be on his own brightest timeline, personally. (laughs) He might be on his brightest timeline. A couple of golds, finals MVPs in a Sandler film. Like, I don't think he has any regrets. Also, he seems to enjoy the the life that he has. You remember the yeah. video of him and Thomas Welsh at Red Rocks, <laughs> like EDM concert. Mm-hmm. I love <laughs> that time, video so much. All, all he lives life to the fullest. Um, Nikola Jokic, not named to the all tournament team. Rudy Gobert got the spot as a center. Um, do you agree with that decision vote? Yes, I do. This tournament very clearly has a precedent with like Willie Hernan Gomez. Billy Hernan Gomez got. Um, Tournament. He was great though, man. He had a great tournament, but I'm saying is like Spain won. And so right. it went to him and, you know, following some extension of that logic, Gobert and France had a title run. Jokic went out in the first elimination game. We know why that was. I don't blame him, but I think this is how this tournament works. And so France going on that run, I think Gobert earns it. Is that blasphemy? Yeah. No, I mean, it's just how this tournament is. I don't think, like, Gobert was anything crazy in Eurobasket. Like, he posted decent numbers. Spain did get to the gold medal game. They got the silver. Gobert – oh, yeah. Yeah, France did. Um, Gobert wasn't that great in the gold medal game. I I honestly thought he was really good up to the the championship game. He wasn't good. He he was bad in that one. Yeah. So, it's fine. It's how this tournament is. Um, but it's easy to forget now how ridiculously dominant Jokic was when he was on the court. And man, it oh, I get so pissed thinking back to that loss to Italy. Me too, man. Trust, trust me, man. I trust. Because... I've, 
I'm not over it. I'm, talk, I'm telling you, I've talked to all the Serbs, fiery people, these Serbs. They're over it. And I'm like, not. How, man? <laughs> like Serbia should like, have a gold medal right now. Uh, I think that's just, like just if Jokic was playing a normal rotation. <laughs> I think I think Serbians through evolution have learned how to not play the what if game. I think they've just they just hunker down and deal with what is a little yeah. lot better than we do. I'm telling I'm telling you, man. He had 32 points in that 28 minute game. Like just play him 40. He would have had 70 points. Why are you rate. debuting a new rotation in the knockout round? Why? Vlaco <laughs> played 10 more minutes than he did. <laughs> I, I'm all, I'm telling you, I got so mad uh, all over again. Um. I will say though the one thing about you because I loved Eurobasket. I think I'm in. I think I'm just in. I'm a Eurobasket person now. Um, the one thing I will say, Spain is really good. I mean, they are sort of the premier team. I think they're actually. I don't think sort of. They're the premier team over the last 20 years outside of Team USA, of course. Um, team USA still when they try, they still they still win the gold. Generally speaking, um, but Spain has been great. Bringing in a naturalized, what do you call them? Naturalized players. Lorenzo Brown, who, by the way, was also all tournament. Um, bringing in Lorenzo Brown for this one-off. It's beneath Spain. It's beneath them. It's well beneath them. I agree. I, I get this if it's Poland and they have a guy and they're like, hey, he's kind of Polish and he played here for a while. We're going to, first of all, if it's like ancestral or whatever, but this idea of just like, hey, we really could use a point guard and this guy's really good. Let's add him to the team. Spain, you are officially retired from doing those types of things you're too good you have to do it honestly now serbian born players or maybe they weren't born there they have some kind of ancestral tie to it directly not just like my neighbor's uncle but yeah. but something there lorenzo brass the one thing that tarnishes all of this thing for me is i'm like spain was too good to need lorenzo brown to win serbia would never do that also if they Honestly, though, this is a thing. Like I, a serious, lot of Serbs yeah. say this. Like, and, and and I agree with. That. I hope that part of the you know Serbia is in a place. I gather that Team USA was back in like 2002, 2003, 2004, where they're like, guys, we have to figure out a plan, a new game plan, and they're trying to figure out some new things. I hope that does not include. I wonder if we could get Jamal Murray, <laughs> or some people are like Aaron Gordon. How cool would it be if you had Aaron Gordon? Yeah. It would be cool for building a great team, but it's not cool for me for the spirit of what we're trying to right. do here. I agree. I also think Lorenzo Brown probably, if a European puts up that exact same tournament and takes home the gold, he's taking tournament MVP. But to your point, they can't just be like, well, let's put that right up on the pedestal. Uh, and also, yeah, is this uh, four medals in the last four Eurobaskets for Spain? So you're right. So like, yeah, why, why are you doing that? I'm with you. I'm with you. But it is cool. I am happy for Spain. They play a great style of basketball. I think they have a fantastic coach, Scariola, who or Scariolo, who is. Uh, I mean, th that team played extremely well. Everybody expected them. They almost remind me of the 2010 team, which, if you remember, that didn't have LeBron. I think it was 2010. It was the Derrick Rose, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant one, and it was mm -hmm. when like Kobe and LeBron didn't play it. Everyone's like, "Man, Team USA is going with the young guns," and then the young guns. What it reminded me of that where. Spain didn't have the Gasals and the Juan Carlos Navarros and all the guys that they've had, Sergio Yule, that they've had the staples, and they still get it done. I thought it was really cool. I have to tip my hat to him. Just don't yeah. bring Lorenzo Brown back. Come on, grow up. <laughs> grow up, people. Yeah.
All right. <laughs> that does it for the show. Like I mentioned, guys, in one week, we're going to be at Media Day. In two weeks, we're going to be at Ball Arena watching the Nuggets play actual preseason. Michael Porter Jr., hopefully, two weeks from now. Jamal Murray, two weeks from now, we're going to get to see them on the court. I can't wait. Got and it. then, as I mentioned, equally as crazy, four weeks from now, the Denver Nuggets actually lace them up for real. Uh, a lot of things happen over the course of that time. We hope you guys ride with us. Final week of the offseason. You never know who's going to stop by. Today it was Kendrick Perkins. Tomorrow, TBD. We'll see you guys then. <laughs> <laughs>